Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot, the only LAFC podcast sponsored by that same sperm bank that sponsors the Galaxy. I'm Travis Helwig. And I'm Darren Miller. Welcome to our preview of this week's game against Nashville SC, which takes place this Saturday at 5.30 p.m. in Nashville. You can watch it on MLS Season Pass on Apple TV+. And as always, we'll be live streaming 10 minutes after the game with our post-game call-in show on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. Subscribe there now and you can get notified when we go live. Later in the show, we'll be joined by Tim Sullivan, co-host of Nashville SC Podcast Club and Country, which I genuinely think is a very good name for a podcast from a soccer team in Nashville. He'll tell us all about the team and how they're treating our beautiful son, Walker Zimmerman. And as always, we'll talk storylines for this week's game and we'll make some bets. But first, you demand it. We don't want to do it. It's time for the moment I dread every week. Listener mandated banter. Darren, how are we going to suffer through the banter today? Oh, no. Oh, God. I don't know what we're going to do here. It's the NBA playoffs, and that's not relevant. Let's see. Let's try something else. <laughs> I, I could talk for a long time about how furious I am at the New York Knicks right now. We're recording this on Tuesday night. I'm full of a lot of rage. You could tell it's coming out of me. The New York Knicks just lost by over 20 points, and I'm going to explode. Can you feel it coming out of my so body? If you're watching on video, if you're watching on video, look at the intensity in my eyes. I feel so angry, and I'm doing so much work. To not yell. I'm trying to not yell because I know it'll mess up the microphone, but boy, do I want to yell, Darren. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so sorry. Uh, the Celtics won your uh, beloved fucking Celtics. Oh no. I, let's not talk about it. I actually missed the game <laughs> I was working. Uh, what else is happening in the world? <laughs> My, you know how I had that cold? Everyone's been asking about my cold. People won't stop talking about my cold. <laughs> oh, my God. If I hear another person come up to me on the street and be like, what's going on with Travis's cold? I'm going to lose I've it. Had, I've had 400 listeners send me soup. <laughs> uh, 
I'm drowning in soup. <laughs> That's right. We are part of the classic podcast culture of people sending us food randomly. <laughs> Mark Marin, he would get baked goods at his live show. Here at Happy Foot's Headfoot, people send us soup. Every week, someone's sending one of us some soup. (laughs) They say, are you okay? It doesn't sound like it. (laughs) Hey, I don't know if you're on antidepressants, but you should get on that. (laughs) I know that you're on antidepressants. You've talked about it on the podcast. (laughs) Welcome to Happy Foot's Headfoot, the only podcast that actively talks about mental health issues. Uh, (laughs) That's enough banter. You, I feel like we've we got a happy rhythm. foot, sad foot drug that targets both ADHD and depression. I feel like at the same time. I feel like I there's a lot, a lot of, of people claim to do both. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people in LA would be like, "Just do mushrooms, my man." And it's like, yeah. that's <laughs> why don't you just do mushrooms and get these crystals? All you have to do is do mushrooms for any sickness, and you'll be fine. <laughs> that's why, t- I've that's why uh, getting- Steve Jobs died because he was like, "If I just drink the right juice, I won't die of cancer." <laughs> I've been getting a t- actually I've been getting a ton of like magic mushroom adjacent fully legal m- magic ish mushroom like coffee Tea? alternative yeah. drinks and stuff. Yeah, that's some real Joe Rogan shit which enemy of the foot Joe Rogan. Um, <laughs> let's get let's start right, let's the get show. Into it. All right, if you're like me, life isn't always easy. It comes with hardships and responsibilities and it never feels like you have enough time in the day to do everything you need to do. I'm not special. That's true of most hardworking folks out there. Things don't always work out the way we want, but we make do. We have to make do for the sake of our children. However, there are some people out there that have it easy. Everything seems to fall in their lap. They drive a nice car. They go on nice vacations. They spend all day long reading about LAFC. That's the kind of life Travis lives. And because I'm busy every week between his meals at the Chateau Marmont, Travis tells me what I need to know for this upcoming match in a segment we call Storylines. I feel like that song, I'm going to like hear it in the dark one night and then I'm going to be murdered. It's just. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to hear it in the dark one night and I'm going to have a lovely dream. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is like. I discover like something a- new every time. You're like floating through the ocean of of music. Thanks, AI. We love you, AI. <laughs> Darren, I, I'm so sorry about your job at the coal mine. It seems really hard. Um, Darren, we've Listen. reached week nine, and boy, are my arms tired from holding up my scarf during that whole intro song. It's a long time, and we're supposed to keep it up there, and, and I never remember to stretch before the game. Speaking of stretching. Yeah, I got bad shoulders. Yeah, it's really I right. They, my pecs are tight, and it's hard to hold it up for that long. Someone's got a slap tear. I mean, let's, come on. <laughs> Speaking of slap tears, storyline one. This is the first time in a very long time we're playing a game of soccer on a full week's rest. And boy, does it seem like we need it, Darren. We're coming off an exhaustingly difficult Trafico. I don't know if you remembered it. We beat the Galaxy last week, and we needed every single inch of energy. Inch of energy? Is that how energy is measured? Sure. I didn't yeah. reread this Go before I read it. <laughs> to finally win in Carson. So this break of what most teams get every week couldn't come soon enough. Because the truth is... 
we've started to see some wear and tear out there. Tillman, our new midfield star, was held off the roster last week because of a leg injury he got in training. Chiellini was a late-minute scratch, another leg injury. We don't really know why. I'm beginning to think LAFC needs a new leg guy, Darren. Chiellini might have been injured just because, like, his legs are just so long. There's a capacity issue there where it's mm-hmm. like, we, we don't know. We don't want to be in uncharted territory with legs this long. You know? <laughs> I, if we had a different leg guy, I feel like so, like Max would be okay right now. You know? There are a lot of, yeah, it is a lot of leg injuries in one, on one team. I, the, I mean, the leg, whoever's in charge of legs on, this, on the yeah. medical staff is definitely like, yikes, this isn't looking good yeah. for my bonus. Somebody's knocking on the door of the leg guy being like, Hey, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. What's, what's the deal here, man? Outside of legs. The truth is Carlos Vela also looks fucking tired. I think the games are starting to get catch out to him. Sure. He scored twice against the galaxy, but his running does look a little sluggish and his decision-making has also seemed like it's lacking a little bit. As always in Coachella right now, which is like, you go to Coachella on the weekends, dude. What are you doing there in the middle Is of the week? Is he really week? there? Yeah, he posted from there. Unless he like, oh my and God. the game was Sunday, so unless he went to Coachella Friday or Saturday last week, he's just in the Coachella Valley in the middle of the week. But like, now's just the most expensive time to be there. Oh, he's. I mean, if he's there, he's there. There. That's that's it. If he doesn't play in Nashville, we know why. <laughs> Damn. Look, I know we're undefeated. I know, and I know he scored a brace, but he does look a little old out there, right? Like, he just looks a little... I have said before that I have full faith in him, and I trust him. I just feel like he's he's getting so much better at picking his spots. He's doing what Chiellini has mastered. Maybe he's been talking to him more. Mm-hmm. I feel like Chiellini, in, in, as he has aged, to me, his genius is in knowing when he doesn't have to exert 100% energy and can just turn it on when he needs to and hang back when he knows he can. And it's as hard players get do, older, I mean, but like we do, yeah, this you don't want to go press. full Gareth Bale where it's like, why don't you just keep me on the bench the whole season? Yeah. I know when you need me, it's this one moment at the end of the championship. And otherwise I'm going to fully hang back. Yeah. I mean, it's so funny to complain about the guy who's the only reason we won El Trafico a few days after El Trafico. Like he got an assist and two goals and I'm like, he looks bad out there. What's going on with Vela? <laughs> It'll be good to have an LAFC team rested up because this is the only full week we're going to have off in a while. So the boys had to Nashville, the boys, the boys had to Nashville this week <laughs> before a long string of games. And that brings us to storyline number two, which is that Nashville SC is kind of mid. Mid is a phrase I've never used before, like normally. Ooh, what do we think? I've never used it earnestly, and it felt really gross in my mouth, Darren. Did yeah. I seem cool when I said mid? I, this is exactly the experience I know I would have if I tried it. I don't I, – at least you had the courage to. That's mid, more than well, I could ever like, say. At, at they're average, but they're above average. Like they're just like – so, okay. Nashville isn't bad. They're sixth in the East. They have 11 points on three wins, three losses, and two draws. They also have Hani Mukhtar, the reigning MVP and Golden Boot winner, which means he scored the most goals last season, more than any other player, including our beloved Chicho Arango. Nashville is a fun team. In he because of his legs, something went wrong with his legs, and he lost. He died. Okay, now there's something very fishy about the leg guy. Nashville's a fun team in a fun stadium in a fun city, but they seem to rely on Mukhtar to do everything. And when he's not doing that, 
things seem to unravel. Darren, have you ever been to Nashville? I've never been to Nashville. I've always wanted to go. Great place. Reese Witherspoon lives there. Is that true? Yeah. Her whole thing, like she's like all about Nashville. I've seen a couple episodes of the TV show Nashville. So I imagine it's very accurate. Right? You know, it's mainly bachelorette parties and like country singers that are fine. Like you go to a bar and it's full of women screaming and also a country singer doing like a pretty good job, but not that good of a job. <laughs> the the couple episodes I saw of probably the first season of the TV show makes it seem like Nashville is like, I, I almost want to say it was kind of like Entourage, but <laughs> it's like, this is like the Hollywood of country music. It is. I mean, it is cool. Like the Grand Old Opry is there. We did, when I worked at Pod Save America, we did a show, or was it Love It or Leave It? I don't remember, but we did a show at the Ryman Auditorium, which is like where fucking Johnny Cash and Merle Haggard used to play. It was the old Grand Old Opry. And it was so cool to be there. But it also yeah. was like, it's just funny to go to a place that it's, I mean, it's kind of like LA where it's like, it's known for one thing. And like, a large percentage of people work in that one thing. So it's just yeah. funny to like go into a new culture in that way. To LAFC fans, though, reigning MVP Honey Mukhtar is not the most important player on Nashville Soccer Club. No. The most important player is our beloved star defender, the Nashville captain, Walker Zimmerman. Walker, of course, was beloved on the inaugural team. He was the very first player to do that LAFC punch chant after the game where he like punches the crowd. Mm. He was so fun. He seemed to truly love being in Los Angeles. And unlike some players who left, I really think everyone loves and misses Walker Zimmerman. He was our backbone on defense. He's definitely... I mean, outside of Chiellini, I mean, Chiellini's not in his prime, but Walker was probably our best defender we've ever had. And I would go so far as to say he's better than anyone on our defense on the moment as well. U.S. men's national team player. I miss him. I love him. I feel like I get along with him. Yeah. Friend of the foot, for sure. Friend of the foot. (laughs) You know what? I texted him to see if he would come on. He didn't respond. It was weird. So Nashville either. Yeah. I'm just texting random numbers after a Nashville area code, but I think it's him. So oh, I'm, I'm, my approach is I'm texting every Walker Zimmerman I can find in every city's <laughs> phone book. Are there many? Walker's uh, yeah, not Walker a common. Zimmerman, it's a fairly common name. Yeah, more common in the South, I'd say. But yeah, I'm, it's working out. It's going well. Nashville is fine as a team. And that sort of brings us to the last and most important storyline of the game, which is this. I kind of don't care about this game. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> I've like been dancing around it. I wrote a lot of stuff before it. But the truth is, I just don't really care about this game. I was like, don't say it's a trap game. Don't say it's a trap game. Don't say it's a trap <laughs> no. game. I mean, maybe. Who gives a shit? We're undefeated. <laughs> We're coming off our very first win against Carson at home. It was full of so much passion and drama. I'm kind of exhausted, man. And on top of that, we're staring down a midweek game next week against Philadelphia Union in the Champions League, which we're caring about more than the regular season right now. Philadelphia Union, a rematch of our MLS Cup game, which was, by almost all accounts, the best Major League Soccer game ever played. You know, between the two Union games, there's also a game against San Jose, in San Jose, we always bring a huge crowd. They're having it in Levi Stadium, the 49ers stadium. That's going to be a huge fucking game. So we have those three games immediately following this Nashville game. I, I, you can't make me care about it. We're going to lose eventually. Make it this one. I really don't care if we lose it. <laughs> We're like, fine. We know at some point the undefeated streak is going to come to an end. Nashville's not bad. If we lost 
in Nashville. I don't want to lose, but it really, to me, feels like, I don't know, a really low stakes game to me. An Eastern Conference mid-table team, like... Am I a lazy fan for feeling that way? No, I really don't care. I, I, I really like the idea, the strategy behind being like, what we want to happen is to be able to decide when the losses come. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, it's like let's be real. We're like, sure, yes, it would be amazing if they went undefeated the entire season <laughs> and won the supporter shield and won the cup and won every tournament. Yes, that is what we're rooting for, for sure. We're not going to root against that possibility. But yeah. in a world where some of those things don't happen, <laughs> it's fun to target the game, target your losses, both metaphorically and literally. Like if we were, and this is if, the, this is exactly the kind of podcast where that will happen. Yeah, <laughs> like East Coast fans and a West Coast for a West Coast team. It's just sort of like if we're going to, if you put the games ahead of us on a, on the screen in front of me, and you you said Philadelphia, San Jose, Philadelphia, trade, a win. trade for a win, right? And then we also have a game against a mid-table Eastern Conference team that like we have no history with besides Walker Zimmerman. It's like the only thing I dislike about them is they made those all-black jerseys that just make it look like – I hope they don't wear those all-black jerseys because then we're going to have to wear the green jerseys, and that's automatically a loss, Darren. We know how we feel about those. Yep. Yeah, that's a loss for sure. I don't care what the score says. Those games are losses. Yeah. It, the you can win- out, or maybe – you know what? Maybe if we wear those kits – Oh, next to the Johnny Cash kits, because those are. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Also terrible? I don't mind like, that Johnny you, Cash kit. I don't like them. I, what do you, like, it's just, you're just referencing a thing that is also true about your city? What is, what is that? I mean, we, <laughs> I, to be fair, the 3252 has put up like, TIFOs of like, I don't know, Freddie Mercury. It's like, yeah, he used to work in LA. Freddie Mercury's <laughs> fucking awesome. What are you? So is Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash fucking rules. Yeah, but that's a TIFO. It's not like on your jersey. What? Well, it started as a TIFO. I, the, it, it was the whatever. It doesn't matter. All I'm saying is. No, you're is right. It's cool because I, as soon as I said that, I was like, but if they put Freddie Mercury on our jersey, it would objectively be terrible and I would fucking love it. It would be so cool. I'd, I'd be had- 100% for it. <laughs> But again, would mean way less. Like Freddie Mercury really doesn't have a connection to Los Angeles. He just no, was a no. musician here. <laughs> Johnny Cash isn't from Nashville, I don't think, but he's from the. Doesn't matter. Those are our storylines for the game. 
this game, win, lose, or draw, have a good time down in Nashville, guys. I'm sure it'll be great. Carlos, you have a what? great time. Okay, at let's just throw the game. Let's throw the game, guys. I'm going to bet against us, and I'm, <laughs> I'm going to give half the money to a member of the LAFC team. When we come back, Tim <laughs> Sullivan from the Nashville podcast, Club and Country. He's a Nashville sports reporter and the host of the Club and Country podcast, all about Nashville Soccer Club. Please welcome to the show, Tim Sullivan. Tim, thank you for being here. Thank you guys so much for having me. Tim, first, tell us about your podcast. Yeah, so we are, I guess, kind of the original Nashville Soccer Club podcast. I have been covering the club since long before it was a major league soccer team. And my co-host, Wes Bowling, was the original radio voice of the club. And then um, recently, uh, with the Apple TV deal, no longer (laughs) the case. But Ah. yet we can take care of Tim Cook for you if you want. We'll yeah. go. We're pretty yeah. close to him, so we'll go yeah. get him for you. Yeah, Tim, Tim Apple, uh, you're on the <laughs> list, man. <laughs> so Nashville are currently ranked 11th on the MLS Power Rankings. They're sixth in the East. They have reigning MVP Hani Mukhtar. He seems to be doing as well as always. You've only let in four goals on the season, but I did a little research, and it seems like fans are somewhat frustrated with the club. How, how are fans feeling right now eight weeks into the season? Yeah, it's always a little weird because fans, if, if the club had given up, you know, 40 goals but scored 41, they'd be like super ecstatic. But, <laughs> but when but when you give up very few and score very few, the, the dynamic is a little bit different. So for, from that perspective, fans are a little bit frustrated, but I think you know, it remains to be seen as the as the season plays out, what exactly the the sentiment is going to end up being. But I do think that it's fair to say that fans are not, you know, kind of 100% on board as things stand right now. Okay, so our podcast is designed to be the kind of thing that you can throw on when you're bringing a friend to the game or a watch party, and they don't know anything about the MLS. Okay, so if a casual or new fan is listening right now, can you tell them why is Hani Mukhtar so beloved in Nashville and who else should they be watching for on your squad? Yeah. I, the, the big thing is that Hani is, has over the, over the three and a half years of this club been the primary scoring threat. And at times the only scoring threat for this club. But <laughs> I, I think the big, the big picture is that yes, he is like such an offensive dynamo that the attack kind of runs through him and and often if he's not creating doesn't doesn't <laughs> do a whole lot. <laughs> so from that perspective it's it's probably less exciting but from a perspective of who else really matters on this team it's going to be Walker Zimmerman who's the US international who contributes to this team and has been a two-time defensive most valuable player of major league soccer. We miss him over here. Are you treating right. him right? Does he ask about us? Right, exactly. Yeah, he he hardly misses LAFC. He he Fuck. came to Nashville. He came to Nashville. No. He grew out his hair. He grew a beard. He has he has one point five children. Maybe by the time this podcast comes out, he has both children. But yeah, he uh, oh he's he's the other guy. He's the other guy that fans really love, and and for obvious reasons, you guys know that as as LAFC guys that. He was a big part of what made LAFC what it was until he came to Nashville in, in 2020. And, you know, as a U.S. international, there aren't going to be a ton of them with Nashville Soccer Club, to be honest. So yeah. he's he's been very popular for that perspective as well. 
He, it's funny, like, you know, he was such an important part early on in our club and it really felt like Mm -hmm. he loved being here. And then seeing him in in Nashville, I'm like, oh, he's just a good guy. He just seems like a really wonderful person. (laughs) Yeah, no, he, it's weird because when he first came to Nashville, it was like, there's like a slightly like awkward vibe when he's like trying to feel out his situation in the city. And then like, as soon as he got it, he's like, no. I absolutely get it. I'm here. I am. I am just going to be myself. And it's been like, you know, it's fit like a glove for him ever since too. It seems like there's a great local following for the team as well. Mm-hmm. That has, has been the case for the first few years. Does it feel like it's growing? Is it sort of staying the same? Is it shrinking? What, what's the place in the city for the team? It's really weird because for the first couple of years, like obviously the first year of this club's existence happens, you know, for two weeks and then there was something that you guys might have heard about which was a global pandemic and then no what excuse yeah, me um, yeah so so it's called it's that, called yeah, COVID-19 it a bell for sure. oh right i've heard the novel coronavirus i've heard yeah. of the novel yes. coronavirus <laughs> we should take a second and explain to our listeners yeah yeah so so it came this podcast is designed as someone who's driving their friend to the hospital for novel coronavirus <laughs> <And> we, <laughs> yeah no but but so it is it kind of stagnated what the club thought it was going to be for a long time. And like, not Mm. just 2020, but through like probably two thirds of 2021, it kind of limited what they thought they were going to be in the city. And since then, so last year they opened Geodis park, their home stadium, which they had been playing in Nissan stadium, which is the home stadium of the Tennessee Titans. And it it was a good stadium, but it wasn't exactly what they thought it was going to be. And, and, it really last year didn't quite work out the way they thought it was going to either. This was kind of a bad home team last year, but this year they have really embraced what the club can bring to the city. And obviously they've only played, you know, four home games so far. So it's not something that they've really kind of figured out where they're going to fit in terms of how we play our home park, how we are going to fit into the fabric of the city. They really didn't have the opportunity until, you know, midway through last season. Yeah, that's a really unfortunate situation of like, we're brand new. It's going to be so exciting. Surprise, we'll only play in Orlando for a year. (laughs) Like It just really takes the wind out of the sails. I mean, Nashville, the last time I was in Nashville, it was before Nashville Soccer Club was there, but the Predators seemed like very popular. And I was like, oh, this is a Mm -hmm. great sports town for a new team to come into. So I feel like at some point it'll definitely build itself into the fabric in that way. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a situation where it's a city that hasn't had major league sports of any variety for a long time. And the Preds kind of, it took them a while to fit into it. And I think it, you would be, you'd be foolish to think that Nashville SC isn't going to fit in the same way. Yeah. Got to say predators, bad name for a team. Doesn't re- make me think of <laughs> yeah. anything, but yeah. really bad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the, so in, in 2017, which was the year that, the, that they were really good in the playoffs, our trivia team name at our, at our bar trivia was Predators. No, the hockey team, not the bad kind. So, <laughs> that's perfect. It was a very long trivia name for our, for our host. <laughs> yeah, that's always, it's always fun to annoy the host of trivia. I do that a lot myself. So how do Nashville fans view LAFC, both the team and the fan culture? I know we've taken on a bit of a, of a heel vibe to a lot of the league. So I'm just curious how do do we even do you even think of us cuz we're in different conferences? Like how yeah. do you view LAFC? Do you like yeah, us y/n? Oh, <laughs> uh, why? Yes. But <laughs> I, I think from from a team perspective that has come relatively recently into the league, it's kind of an aspirational thing. You know, 
LAFC, as soon as as Bank of California, I'm not going to remember what it's called now. BMO, BMO baby, BMO, BMO Field, BMO Stadium. As long as it's a bank, whichever, we're happy. whichever of those, whichever of those, uh, please sponsor the pod, BMO. But, but whichever, yeah, that's a good point. We got to reach that, out to yeah, these we, banks. We've, we've never even considered that. We should totally do that. Yeah. No, but uh, yeah. I think Nashville fans view view like the thirty two fifty two and all that as like kind of an aspirational deal because it has taken so long for the club to kind of take over the the culture of the city. And obviously LA is such a bigger city than Nashville is, but Nashville SC fans kind of feel like if you aren't, if you aren't occupying, you know, you know, 60% of the, of the mindset of the city, it's, you know, it's like occupying 6% of the mindset of LA. So (laughs) fans, fans look at what LAFC has been able to do and say, Hey, let's, let's try and do, you know, on a 10% scale, what they do. And that's something that I think honestly is aspirational too. And it's, a club that obviously has had a shitload of success. <laughs> Sorry, uh, uh, a you lot can of curse, success. It's okay, okay. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. A shitload of success <laughs> compared to what Nashville has done. We, so you far, can so. talk about sexual predators, but you can't say shit <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, guess what? I've hit the whole. I've hit the whole gamut. So <laughs> it seems like it's kind of a short roller coaster just getting to the stadium, and I feel like the stadium is always sort of the heart of where you can finally establish like this is how we tailgate and this is how the supporter section works and like this is is that coming together or are there things that you can point to that are like this is what it's like to be a fan here it's weird because there's like kind of a carryover from the usl days but because Mm. the stadium was you know two years without it it's been a situation where you know the tailgate culture and, and all those sorts of things have kind of come together independently of what the physical facilities have allowed to have happen. So I, there, there are a few like big supporters groups, the roadies, the assembly, the Eastern front, the heaters, these guys have kind of, they form a collective called the backline, but they are independent of each other. The roadies are kind of the party guys. The assembly are kind of a similar situation. And then like the heaters and the, and the other guys are, Oh, we're, we're kind of this like, intellectual like version of the same thing so um that's what i like and, in my sports yeah, yeah no, and, and i say that i say that with absolutely no judgment because that's kind yeah, of the yeah, way yeah. that i view the game at times but it's it's something that because there have only been a few home games this year and, and last year was such a a weird situation just coming into the stadium for the first time it's a situation where where it's still kind of developing. Um, I think the big thing that's really helped it all come together is La Brigada de Oro, which is the kind of the umbrella group for the Spanish language supporters groups, but it's kind of a supporters group itself, which is kind of how the roadies were as well. But the Latin influence and all of that have, have helped a lot. Um, otherwise, it's like kind of aggressively white, to be honest. <laughs> um, there's the there's the mixtape, which is the, uh, the Black-led supporters group as well. But these two groups have kind of brought the diversity that this club has been looking for. And it's something that I think going forward is going to be a bigger portion of the, of the game day experience than it has been so far. Yeah. I mean, I know that you guys feel like you're still building it, but the games I've watched at Geodis look really fun and it became a a stadium that Mm -hmm. I want to go visit. So you've done a good job in a short period of time. Don't be too hard on yourself. (laughs) Um, Thank you so much for being here, Tim. Before you go, remind everyone where they could find you. Yeah, at Club Country USA on all social media, clubcountryusa.com. If you just search the podcast, uh, probably Nashville SC podcast on, on the podcast provider of your choice, but otherwise Club Club and Country is the best way to find it. 
Great name. Fantastic name for a Nashville podcast. Ah, uh, yeah, it, it was a weird kind of inadvertent, but but it worked out as, as quite serendipitous that it came together that way. Tim, thank you so much, man. Yeah, thanks, thanks for joining us. When we come back, Darren and I are going to make some bets. And we're back. Now it's time for a segment called Bet It and Forget It. 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 That was good. Let's change the opening to that. <laughs> that was really good. Bet It and Forget It. <laughs> oh, my God. That made me so happy. We're going to have that on the podcast twice this week. Let's do it. <laughs> I really like Better Than Forget It. You know, Storylines gets all the all the credit. It's all the glory. Unsung hero. Unsung hero of the podcast. Better Than Forget It opening. All right. Every week, Travis and I, we're going to end the show with a bet for this week's game. We make an outlandish prediction for that week, something that almost definitely will not happen, but it could. You never know. Each week, we both put up $5. If no one hits, the money rolls over to the next week. And eventually, by the time someone's weird prediction comes true, they might win a good chunk of change. Neither of our bets cashed last week. What was mine? There's oh, was still the, a chance. No, because we said we said between preview recordings. That was the parameter. And we're here now. My bet was that Chris Klein or Greg Vanny would get fired before our next preview podcast. That ends okay, right we now. we got a few it more minutes match. left in this recording. Okay. If, it happens, if we it. get some kind of alert. I'll check right now. Okay. We'll, we'll I'm check pretending for the official, to check. formal. He's not comp- fired. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thank you, news. <clears throat> what was so your? So he's not fired. Mine was plus five goal differential. Yeah, didn't happen. For just there that were five game goals that, scored. There were five goals scored. If you um, combine the two teams, it was a plus five goal differential. That's true. Against the computer? <laughs> against Earth? <laughs> <laughs> against the naysayers uh, no. so okay because what, what neither of our bets week? cash leak that means our pool's up to twenty dollars and oh, i have yeah. a prediction this week that i'm very confident in are there. you confident i'm very i know it's gonna hit <laughs> okay and here's so it was gonna initially be walker zimmerman own goal and i was like that doesn't seem outlandish enough own goals happen that makes me time. sad no because maybe he's a sleeper agent i like thinking about the oh, the, fan, yeah, that's, the, that's the people right. we like that's always good. being on our side so the only the, real super agent is Blessing in New England. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Thank you so my prediction this week is that some player on either team will have two own goals. It'll be the same player on one of the teams, and they'll have two own goals. I don't know which team it'll be. I don't know which player it'll be, but they will have two own goals this week. That's insane. Travis, you've outdone yourself. <laughs> I want that twenty dollars. I'm very confident. Darren, what's your prediction? I had another two, a two another two based bet, a bet on a pair, if you will. Um, but now I think I might have to up it. So my, my bet was that there will be two red cards. And I think to match the two own goals, it needs to be three red cards. Okay. All right. It's gonna really suck for you when there's two red cards. <laughs> <laughs> when there's one own goal and two red cards. <laughs> one Walker Zimmerman <laughs> own goal and yeah. two red cards. It's going to suck for both of us. Uh, we shall see. That's our show. Darren, take us away. Just a reminder, we'll be live streaming the post-game show 10 minutes after both games. Nope, we did it again. We games. didn't change it. <laughs> our notes never change and they never will now. Now it's a bit, so it has to stay. And we'll Each see week, how new listeners week. are going to be like, there's two games? <laughs> Each week, Travis and I like to end the show with me fucking up the same line every episode. <laughs> Let's see if you could do it on one try without me rewriting it. Okay. Bet it and forget it.
<laughs> Just a reminder, we'll be live Better streaming the post game show. <laughs> outro, 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 outro. <laughs> outro, outro. Okay. Just a reminder, we'll be live streaming a post game show 10 minutes after the game on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash at happyfootsadfoot. There's a link in the show notes. Talk to us in the chat. If you want to call in to talk, we'll post a link to join join us in the remote studio. You can be on the show. Last time we had a lot of people on the show. Let's set a record every time. That was so fun. It was so fun. I want to thank Tim Sullivan from Club and Country for joining us this week. Our theme music is done by the insane team of James Valentine, Nate Walcott, and Louis Palmer. Along with YouTube, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram and other stuff that's in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this, please subscribe and review this podcast five stars. I know some of you haven't done the review yet and because the numbers don't match between listeners and reviews. So it would mean a lot to us if you reviewed it five stars. <laughs> I'm getting back into that intensity that I had about the Knicks and it makes me seem like it would mean a lot person. to us in a threatening manner if you would just please support the podcast please i would hate for something to happen to you <laughs> or your, or your loved ones <laughs> um, yeah we now know a guy who can uh, fuck with your legs if, if we can get a connection with lfc's leg guy and please also share the podcast with your friends or or the youtube it means a lot we're doing this entirely on our own dime so literally all that stuff where you tell your friends and you review us and and even when you just tweeted us to let us know what you like and what you didn't like really really means a lot helps us keep going with this uh yeah that's our show we'll see you in nashville the live stream baby we'll see you on the live stream (laughs) we'll see you on the live stream i love you i love you bye i love you bye see you on the live stream okay see you virtually geodis meeting uh geodis geodis it sounds like um like a rectal disease. Talk to your doctor about Jodis. Oh yeah, no, it's like a it's a pill for a rectal disease. <laughs> I love you. Pressing stop now. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.